Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Hello, everybody. So, this is our second um, controversial corner discussion, and today the topic, um, I don't know, we're going to get right into it, I think it would be the best. This week there was the WEF, and um, so Catherine, what do you think about the WEF? They, they stand for World Economic Forum, so surely they are trying to help the world, um, help to sustain the world, to globalize, bring everybody together. Isn't this a good thing? Isn't it a good thing? That's a funny question. It's interesting you bring that up. Uh, I was thinking about the World Economic Forum this week, and I was thinking about the people that are there. I'm thinking of people like John Kerry. He's a has-been. I'm thinking of, of uh, you know, some of the African despots, the czars. And the question is, did the World Economic Forum make these people famous, like Al Gore and Greta Thunberg, or did the World Economic Forum bring these people together because they were already famous? It's interesting. You see the people that are there are all key influencers in their country, and you hear about some of the things they're talking about, and you have to ask yourself the question, well, are these the global elites, or are, are they just a bunch of people coming together to help make the world a better place? I personally believe they're a bunch of global elites who are trying to, uh, a bunch of hypocrites. Wow, that's a that's a big phrase, you're calling them hypocrites, because if you look at the, the um, platform, you see that the platform is about uh, agriculture, is their focus, especially... If, over the last five days, things like agriculture, climate um, improvement. Are, and so you're saying they are hypocrites. Why would you say that they're hypocrites? Well, um, just a few things off the top of my head. So these are the kind of people who are promoting climate change. Their whole objective, their whole agenda is to eliminate fossil fuels. They believe that all fossil fuels create a carbon imprint, which is negati negatively impacting the world. By the way, everything is made of carbon, and carbon helps the globe to thrive, but that's a discussion for another day. Yet they are all flying in their private jets to Davos. Now, Davos in Switzerland doesn't have an airport that one can land at. The air closest airport is 90 minutes away. They fly in with their private jet, 1,500 private jets to be precise. The private jet lands at this airport. They then take a helicopter. These are all gas-fueled flying machines. The, the helicopter flies them to a, a landing pad about 30 minutes outside of Davos, which they then get into combustion-fueled cars and drive to their destination. Their requirements are none of the cars are electric vehicles, and, and all of these are are, 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 are combustion engines from fossil fuels. So, so what you're saying is that they should fly there on electrical uh, airplanes, but there again, surely the electrical airplane is powered by maybe a hydro system, which is maybe linked to the water supply that provides electricity, which is not all the case. Sometimes it's based on nuclear, sometimes it's based on, on coal or oil. But anyway, so they, they fly there on a... No, 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 that's not what I'm saying. Okay. I'm saying that if they're really serious about all of us living in these little suburbs where everything is within 15 minutes, oh, they're why, they're why didn't they do a Zoom meeting? Everybody did Zoom and Skype and Microsoft Teams. Why can't they call in? Why do they all have to fly in? Why do they have to use private jets, helicopters, cars? 
Why do they have to stay at these the, 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 these expensive hotels? They got the Swiss the so Swiss see, government yeah, yeah, to yeah. send five thousand armed guards because they're fearful of but, but, what's going to happen to them. So, so, what do you think the agenda is? Because so I know that now, who isn't hypocritical in some aspect in their life. Oh, oh, come on, come on, okay. come on, come on, come on. So, so you have to ask the question: What do you think the main objective or the main agenda is? Okay. okay, so they talk about transhumanism. Okay, okay. They talk about gene editing. They talk about people living in suburbs 15 minutes within their little environment. They talk about... Well, isn't that being tested somewhere in the world right now, the 15-minute suburbs? Yeah, they're testing it in Oxford in England. Okay, and what is that? What, what do they do there? They, they have a little... They have passes where people will get a pass for their car. They get in their car... And it, they they have gates. They have to check in at each gate. And if if they go beyond their their fifteen minutes, or they've travelled more than their fifteen minutes within that certain allotted period of time, they have to pay extra, or they're not allowed to, or they. I believe that eventually the electric car will stop working because that's why they want electrical cars because electrical cars are more easily controlled, and it makes more money for these yeah, people. Yeah, you're making statements like um, they're easily controlled. What do you mean? Are you talking about people are controlled more or less? What do you mean by being controlled? Well, think about it. Think about an electric car. Okay, so in a climate which experiences extreme weather conditions like cold, like we have now in Canada or England will have it too, electrical batteries don't last long. When I go for a walk in the morning, my cell phone battery dies very quickly unless I have something warming it, right? So electrical batteries don't last very long. So what do you have to have when you have an electrical battery to get it keep to keep it going? Power. Yeah, you need power. So you have to have a charging outlet. So within 15 minutes of wherever you live, there's going to be a charging outlet, and that's the extent of what you can go where you can go through. And there'll be these barriers that are allow these people to go only a certain distance and it'll measure based on a car they have or the car they drive it will measure the distance they've traveled so it'll all be contained people think oh this is so good for the environment everything's within 15 minutes no no no. it's to control and manipulate i don't want to be told i can't go and drive and visit aunt susie who lives out in mississauga or in niagara or that's more than 15 minutes so only i can go to newmarket and go to the uh rich thornhill a little bit of Vaughan, and you know that doesn't make sense. So, if they switched off the power, let's say in a certain area, and everybody had electrical cars, that means everybody will be stationary within a, a couple of days. That's right. So, you switch off the power grid, people's cars won't 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 be able to start. So, you look at California, for example; they've banned all combustion engines. I think starting from 2035, I may be wrong exactly on the date, but there are many areas that are passing these laws. So why do you think they don't want combustion engines? Because they want to be able to control. How do okay, you control? Okay, so, so why, do they, why do you think they want to control the people then? Because this group of people, I believe, they think that the population, the world is overpopulated. I've had conversations with family members who think the world is overpopulated. We need to have less children, less people breathing. And that comes from the whole concept of control, control, control. Do they think God didn't have an idea of how many people there would be in the world? Of course this planet can take everybody. If you took everybody in the world and gave them a few acres to, 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 to live on, we could all fit into Alaska. It, it, it's, it's, 
It's ah, lies on. from the enemy. How can you say according to Alaska this is about what is it, nine billion people or seven billion people, eight billion people on the planet? Are you telling me that they all fit into Alaska? Take the Alaska? families, take the families and give them all an acre or two. They can fit into the size of Alaska. Have you done the maths on that? Do you, do you actually think it'll work? I can show you the maths. Do you want me to show it to you? No, no, no. But if, it doesn't sound like that's that's a that's a lot of people in a, in a space of an area, right? Um, it's eight billion acres. What's the acreage in in, in Alaska? I, I don't know. I, I think Alaska isn't Alaska the, the largest state in the U.S. Yeah. Uh, is it always a Texas? No, no, no. I think Alaska's first and then it's Texas. Um, but anyway, okay, we didn't, didn't get the specifics. Uh, we have to look at those, the math there. But what you're saying is that um, you believe that the World Economic Forum, their main objective is to exterminate people. Yes, they believe in overpopulation. And, they, and they're going about it by firstly looking at to control people. Um... What else? Well, I think firstly, there's how does controlling uh, exterminate people? How do you control people and exterminate them by doing that? Or is it meaning more to control them? Uh, or, okay, so explain well, well, to me. The more that they sell this concept of climate change, the whole agenda is climate change, right? The whole reason that they want to control people and travel, the, the thought process behind is climate change. Uh, well, I thought you just said that the, the, the whole premise is exterminating people. But they're using climate change as a means to push their agendas to bottom line to exterminate the people. Yes, and you're saying to me, how does controlling people ex manage climate change? Mm -hmm. I mean, manage controlling the agenda. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm trying to explain it to you. Okay. That when you sell this lie of climate change, that the world is get this global warming... When you sell the lie that carbon dioxide is bad for the emissions in... in, in a, but isn't it, isn't it bad? Isn't isn't carbon dioxide, or should I say, um, the emissions? Isn't that bad for the environment? Andre, are you asking this to me as a serious question, or you really don't know the answers? Are you just trying to probe because well, people are listening? Of, of course, people are going to be asking these kind of questions, right? Carbon because is the foundational matter for every single living organism. Yeah, In fact, when you release more carbon. The trees thrive on it. The greens thrive on it. That is what, carb, what, what, what God designed the greenery to do, to absorb carbon, to make oxygen. And you'll, the more carbon there is, the more, the more green, the more lush, the warmer the earth is, the better it is for us. Not the worse. We don't want... Oh, warmer. So you, so you basically agree with them that you're saying more carbon into no, the no, environment, no. the warmer it is, and therefore you're supporting the concept of... A global warming. No, I'm not supporting <laughs> That's what you're basically warming. saying. I'm saying the better it is for the for the environment when we have greenery. And we yeah, have, but you can't say greenery is linked to I carbon. I mean, Canada itself is net zero in terms of carbon greenery emissions. Greenery would be more like nitrogen, not No, not there's carbon. You and I are made up of carbon. The trees, our food, everything is made up of carbon. Mm -hmm. And that carbon is used as a key ingredients to manage the, 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 the environment. But it's the output of the, the fumes that is, is killing the environment. So, so don't you think okay, that we should... Really? Do you know the, 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 the volcano <laughs> that just exploded released more carbon dioxide into the atmosphere than all of humans have ever released in the history of the world? Really, you don't think that God knows exactly what us humans are going to do and he's already accounted for But don't for you it? think we should be good stewards? 
I, I didn't say we're not good stewards. We're talking about the World Economic Forum and what they're manipulating. I never said we shouldn't no, be good but, stewards. No, but the concept of, of global warming and need to take care of the environment, surely that should be a, a thing that we would all want to do. I think that's, uh, we're all on the same page. We want to be good stewards. We want clean water, clean air, clean land. Of course, I make sure I'm, I'm, I'm diligent about how I sort my garbage and, you know, think about what am I using and the natural. I don't use fake products or, you know, so, flush so, things down the toilet. But that's not the point. The point is the lie. So you think global warming, is global warming true or not? I don't think global, no, global warming is not true. And you say it's not true, but the scientists depends how you define global. No, the scientists are all on my are, are, are on the same side. The scientists have proven that's not. I mean, twenty years ago it was global cooling. Now they've changed your mind. Global, it's a cult. Okay. It's a religion. So we, let's talk about okay, wait, it wait, as wait, a religion. Don't jump off this topic. You said twenty years ago mm-hmm. it was global cooling. Global cooling. Yeah, everything's going to. Who was pushing the global? Cooling. The very same people who are pushing global warming. Look at the Time magazines. I can show you pictures. So Time magazine in the early nineteen ninety said global cooling. Yeah, global and, cooling. and everything's going to cool. And we're going to be frozen to death, and everything. And suddenly, <gasps> now it's global warming. It's a cult. It's a religion, and they change their doctrines based so, on the. So what I'm hearing for what you believe is the fact that um, global warming or anything to do with climate change, it's really a sheep's clothing and the wolf behind that is very it has varied throughout the centuries they just have as a cloak and the objective at the end of the day is to consume to eliminate people so and so if you think if you get people to buy into the the religion of climate change Hmm. people literally become addicts to this concept like and they will go overboard and so what you do is you get everybody to buy, oh, carbon, carbon, carbon. So then the government issues a tax, which we know we have abundant of carbon taxes in Canada. Another one coming now in March, uh, in, in, in April. So you have carbon taxes, so the government takes more money. You have people saying they want electrical vehicles, which we, we're not even going to get into that, but electrical vehicles and mining lithium. Firstly, electrical vehicles weigh double what... Most combustion engines weighed when cars were first in, you know, like 40, 30, 40 years ago. Lithium batteries are, are mined by children and slaves across the world, and they're only found, lithium's only found in two or three countries across the world. So think about that economically, the viability of only finding it in three countries across the world. The, the ability for fire trucks or, or people to put out a lithium fire battery versus a combustion engine fire is huge. No, and, it's also, you could say, it's, it's, it's a learning. No, right? wait, wait. There's power grid, the power grid, the demand on the power grid yeah, is so high. Yeah, so we need to high, change the power grid. But nobody, we can't change the power grid. We're already struggling with... with no, I, and I'm asking this question because I agree. I think, I, honestly, as a as an engineer, I I look at the the lies of the enemy and, and they push through the science stuff. But if you look at, think of it logically, yes, I can see the, you know what, there are benefits, but there are also there are pros and there are cons. Yeah, but there are way more cons than pros. Of, of course. Just like anything else, something that's new, there's going to be lots of cons as we develop more yeah, But and you more have more. to say to yourself, why? Why are they pushing this concept? And the, co- the concept is to have control. And once they have control, when control you start to... people. When you reduce the, the carbon emissions or you try to get people to do that and they pay more tax, you, 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 you take money from people. It affects the amount of food that is grown. 
the more that we have carbon in the atmosphere, the more, more food that is grown. It affects the lightning. It affects the nitrogen. It affects all of the things that we're creating. Even the ability to produce the fertilizer to grow the crops comes from using fossil fuels. The the byproduct of fossil fuels helps to create nitrogen, so which feeds the, the planet. WEF, so now they they're starving the planet. Okay, so you're saying the WEF, the objective is to kill people, and the way they reduce the global population because they believe well, it's yeah, a Well, yeah, reduce the population, and so the, the the things that they would use would be things like vaccines. Vaccines right? is one example. Uh, they would use things like um, starvation. That's why you'll see a lot of these people like Bill Gates and and. And Soros, Soros and buying a lot Zuckerbucks. of these, a lot of these huge amount of land mm -hmm. in order to. You see the control of farmers using glyphosate and genetically modified seeds. You see the 150 food factories that have been burnt down in the last 12 to 18 so months. So the elite want to protect themselves and kill everybody uh, or kill the other people. Well, this it reminds me of a movie. What movie was that? There's a movie out there. Pick uh, a movie. There's so many. No, no. There's one with uh, uh, what's his name? Guy that swears a lot. I know people listening to this are shouting out the name of the movie. Oh. The guy that swears a lot, that doesn't narrow it down. Yeah. Jack I, Ryan. No, 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 no. It's, I think it's it's a Kingsman. Is it King, oh, Kingsman. Kingsman. I think it's the first Kingsman with um, um, Samuel... L. Jackson. Uh, uh, yeah, Samuel L. Jackson. And he used to... He swore a lot, but he, basically the concept is uh, he, he puts out a, a frequency. Mm, sounds like the, the 6G, 10G... Towers puts out a frequency to to make the people crazy that they kill each other, but the elite have a special pass where they are immune to it, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So you, is it is that the same kind of thing? I know, but now you sound crazy when you say that. But I'm going to tell you that <laughs> all the all those movies yeah. that you have watched or, or we may have watched, mm -hmm. they're all painting a picture, and this brings us to the whole biblical discussion. So they were making it making it known. Are you telling me that they're making it known before the events? Take place like, for example, the coronavirus and contagion that happened like ten years. And the X Files. Before. Look at the X Files, and look at even South Park and and the Flintstones. Not Flint, um, what's the one with Bart Simpson? The Simpsons. Simpsons yeah. So think about it. What do we have to do in Scripture? What does the Lord do in Scripture before He does something? He speaks. The Bible says He does nothing unless He shares with His prophets. With His prophets. Yeah, that's in um, Amos. So is yeah. that a global? Is that is that a, a universal? But no, but that's about God, right? So God shares with his prophets. So, so do you not think... And I understand what, you, what you're saying is because the fact is like in the Tower of Babel, um, the people then spoke with one language and God had to say, well, well, the people have purpose in their heart and, and the way they're speaking, he has to stop it. Stop it. So mm -hmm. what does he do? He separates them. He stops the language confuses them so that they don't continue perpetuating speaking like this. Because he said, if they keep speaking as one, there will be nothing impossible for them to do, not to do. In other words, that one voice will help them achieve. And what I don't we, know if it says, it, it says nothing. This, this even, look it up. Bible, have you got Bible Gateway there? Yeah, let's, let's look it up. I think it's, uh, what is it, uh, in Bible... Um, it's um, Genesis. in Babel, Genesis 11. 11, that's right, Genesis 11. Is that my right? Genesis 11. And then it says here in uh, verse... Um, the, in verse, in verse six. 6. Genesis says, 11, All the people is one. They have all one language. And this 
they begin to do, and now nothing will be restrained from them which they have imagined to do. Now go now, go to, let's go down and confound their language that they may not understand one another's speech. So when they spoke of one accord, he said that nothing will be restrained from them which they have imagined to do. Think about the coronavirus three uh, three years ago. Can you believe it's three years? What was the whole world doing? Oh, the media was pushing this, pushing this lie, pushing, 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 and cause fear. And Co- not, b- pandemic. And Everybody's going to die. Multiple deaths. Fear. Fear. Same message everywhere. So what is the message now? Okay, I know we're jumping up, but, but what is the message now that the media is pushing? Well, before we get there, let's yes. just close off the, the, the speaking, the vision, before you do it. So. Yeah. We jumped to Tower of Babel because we were trying to make a point. I was trying to make a point that just like God speaks to his prophets before he does anything, look at the book of Revelation, the whole book, he even speaks to prophets today, although many would disagree with us. Today, same thing. Satan has to speak his plans through his people in order for them to be accomplished. And if the more people speak his plans, Mm -hmm. then... The authority that God has given mankind can impact the environment. Right. And so he uses, Satan uses the channel of the... Life and death in the power of the tongue. That's what comes to mind. Right. And he uses the the, the channel, which is a television, to present his ideas. He's telling his vision, television... Tell a vision. He's telling his vision. Yeah, but come on. Through the movies and the uh, screens. No, no, no. But I think you're getting a little bit over. So one of those things where television has also been a, a, an avenue through which the gospel is shared. I know. You, I, you, I'm you, agreeing. You, you can't look, just look at what. Okay, so. But I'm saying you're telling your vision. You're telling so vision. Yes, many people can use the can use that channel or that medium mm-hmm. to tell their vision. Yep. But I'm saying that in this particular instance, Satan has used movies and TV shows to tell his vision of what will come to pass. The question we should be having is, do we have a way of stopping it? Is there a way to stop the enemy telling his vision through you know, movies, TV, and people speaking it over and over again? So what do you think? I know. I, I, I know we can, of course. Yeah, in, in what way? We so, pray against it. So for example, just like the World Economic Forum, I know, meets a few times a year. Um, the The question is, what is the agenda now? Um, the agenda's always been, and this comes from the pit of hell, depopulation. Satan I know, hates that, God's I, people. I get that, but what are well, the what previous, top things? You the, mean? the previous message track was a world recession. Now, this, this one is... Um, agriculture and you will own nothing and be happy they say that over and again oh, and they have agenda 2030 you will own nothing and be happy you will live within 15 minutes and zero carbon emissions their goal is to get to zero carbon emissions and they've added something new in the last few years or made it more public which is gene alterations and transhumanism and if you think about transhumanism I don't know do we want to go down this rabbit hole it reminds me of what happened before the ark when Noah was told to build the ark transhumanism the demons came in 
and mixed with mixed the, the seed of man. You mean fallen angels, the right? The fallen angels. Sorry, the fallen angels came and mixed with the seed of man, and so that's Nephilim's which were giants, mixture of fallen angels and humans. Right. So mm-hmm. the seed, which goes back to Genesis two and Genesis three, the seed of mankind was played with. And that is what is happening. The World Economic Forum is just the front for Satan's agenda to kill off the population, destroy the seed which God has, has created, and, 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 and impose his reign over all of them. Which okay, okay. So, now, so now it becomes, so what? What, are, what can we do? What should we be doing in this kind of environment? And I think that's really the question. So you don't get worried and all, all fearful that they're working on this. Be aware of what they're doing. Be aware of their hypocrisy. Be aware that they don't want people to eat meat. They want them to eat bugs, even though they're getting served all these wonderful foods. And you say to yourself, okay, what can I do? So firstly, I think, as we said last week, the number one thing we do is pray. Right? We pray. And you need to have that relationship with the Lord so that you have that inner peace to know that no matter what happens, if you have a relationship with Him, He will take care of you. Because you know where you're going to end up. If we die, we go to heaven. If okay. we don't die, he's going to take care of us. Okay. And our job here on earth is to go into all the world and preach the gospel. Okay. Now, on a practical level, what do you think we can do? Well, I think, as you, we've been speaking about, as our speech, are we speaking like those in the, at the Tower of Babel? In other words, speaking the enemy's message track to other people. So if they, for example, call out, Oh, this COVID, COVID, COVID. Are we speaking the same thing that they are saying? When they start saying things, oh, this concentration camps, concentration camps, we're going to be locked down. We speak, oh, this concentration camps, and there's going to be world lockdown, etc. And now they're saying the recession for the last six, seven, eight months. Um, and they should be doing it for the last year. And they're trying to get the whole world to start speaking this. I think in the 19, uh, what was it, when Roosevelt was. Uh, Prime Minister, uh, President, one of the things that they asked him or someone asked someone from that time period, how, what are the things that you should not be saying on the media? And they said the word recession. Because the word recession drives fear. Mm-hmm. And so the, obviously the media is not just pushing the fear across North America. This is a global push to drive panic. And so when people start hearing things like recession, what do they do? Mm-hmm. They stop buying stop spending they're fearful and that becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy and a spiral so my thinking is uh, speak opposite to the enemy I understand what he's saying but speak life speak life speak life so give me an example so, so uh, in other words saying um, I hear that the World Economic Forum is trying to uh, trying to destroy properties but Lord we thank you that your your natural creation overpowers whatever they're doing in Jesus' name. Yes, I thank you that your body is, our bodies are stronger. They and can, healthy. And mm-hmm. can fight it. Um, also, um, pray for, I thank you, Lord, for helping people, helping the wealth of the wicked are laid up for the righteous. Mm-hmm. So instead of saying, oh, we're recession, well, maybe recession for the, 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 the wicked, uh, it'll be recession for them, but the righteous will be a time of prosperity. Mm-hmm. Those kind of things. Like when they start saying things like, oh, um, people are going to go to hell. No. Many souls are being won for the Lord. So I start speaking as a children of God versus the children of Satan. 
And I think the Bible says, The Lord did not give us a spirit of fear, but of love, of love power, and a sound mind. Amen. And so if we have a sound mind, speaking those things... Um, I know people will get crazy. Oh, you, you, how do you speak like that? Well, tell me something. What is better, to speak like a slave of the world or a child of God? Amen. What is better? Mm -hmm. And, you know, the Pharisees in the day, they were upset with Yeshua because of how he spoke. He spoke with authority. And um, I know that... I know when you look at this, well, you say, well, you can't control the world. I, I get that. But you can control what comes out of your mouth. The, the, that very it, isn't, it isn't it amazing when, uh, go, when Yeshua was in the boat with his disciples, there was waves. And Yeshua is the example of his, uh, for his disciples. They, they are going across uh, Galilee and he's sleeping. In the storm, he's sleeping. So as an example, maybe what they also have done is lie down to sleep. But they were panicking and fearful and, 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 and rowing. And then they get angry and they say, where are you? In other words, they end up blaming God. Well, don't you care that we are perishing? Mm -hmm. Meantime, his response isn't, oh, sorry, you know, I was sleeping. Forgive me. No, his response is, Oh, faithless. Oh, you faithless. And then he gets up, and he doesn't go and touch the water. He doesn't go and help row. Bail out the... He doesn't bail, bail out the, He doesn't push people or sign. Say, oh, you stupid. You should have done this. No, no, no. He speaks to the storm. And he says, with his mouth, and he says, be still. No, you say, well, um, we are not Yeshua. We're not Jesus. And I'll say, yes, but guess what? He says, the things that I do, you will do also. And greater things than these that I, you will do, because I go to my Father. Mm -hmm. So he gives us the example Amen. to follow. So let us follow in his footsteps. Let us do the things that he said But someone will do. say, someone will say to you, but, but what happens if you speak to the wind and it doesn't stop? But... but as long as we let us just do it. Yes, no, agreed. The point is do it. Better than not doing anything. It's, one day the Lord said, why did you do it? I could say, Lord, you are my example. You did it. This is what you did and in the boat when the disciples were, they were believing that they were drowning. So we're doing the same thing. Your word says, have the faith of God. Okay, that's what we need to do. So it obviously, if you said that, that means we can. Mm -hmm. And then you said, Whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast in the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes those things which he says will come to pass, he will have whatever he says. Mm -hmm. Notice the word says again. So I think the starting point is, is saying. But again, the starting point of the saying is the beliefs, our thoughts. For every word comes from a set of thoughts that we think. Every thought that we think is governed by a set of beliefs. Every belief that we think is governed by our, whoever we chose to follow. Mm -hmm. And that's why the Word of God is our, uh, our source, uh, because of what Christ has done for us. And I think we have to also be very uh, observant that the strategy and tactics of the enemy have not changed. 
since the beginning that we saw him enter into the garden. His strategy is to steal, kill, and destroy, John 10.10. 10. He takes the, the truth and he deceives it. He creates deception. He twists it. So he's always been after the children of God since the beginning of time. He knew that God was going to send a savior through the seed of, of, of from Adam all the way down through Abraham and Isaac, Jacob, all the way down through the line of David. And he knew, the enemy knew he needed to attack and keep attacking. And now he knows that every Christian is God's representative here on earth. And how do you stop them? You suck them in, you, you, you join them into your own cult and own religion, you deceive them and, 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 and create this presence of fear, fear-based um, actions. And we all know whenever you act out of fear, it's not going to go well. So be aware and be alert of what's coming and, 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 and use the weapons the Lord has given us to stand against the wiles of the enemy. Right? Yep. Uh, again, I, there's a lot of lot of lot of stuff in the last minute you just, just <laughs> shared. So uh, when you say right, it's like okay, I need to do we need to unpack that. But but I think the the key is if if if, if the key takeaways this from this discussion is the WEF's main objective is to kill mankind. They cover themselves in the cloak of climate change. Um, it has changed from climate cooling now to climate heating and they'll put anything underneath that banner whether it is contraception less people um agriculture abortion um maybe um changing well contrary anything how does how how does euthanasia impact climate change well they push it no no they they, they, they push it all under because if you're getting rid of people which are a burden on the system it's easing up the pressure in the system so if people want to die let them die that's their principle if people want to die let them die if a kid's depressed in canada age 12 or 13 they go to a psychologist they want to die okay you can die no 10-day waiting period what do you mean they can die they can just choose to get euthanasia. It's called hmm. MAID, M-A-I-D in Canada. We, we'll leave that for another week. But it's all part of no, the I same agenda. No, I want to even let's talk about... So, just give me, so you're telling me that a 12-year-old today can go... A teenager, into, yeah, 12-year-old teenagers. Can go to a psychologist mm-hmm. and say, I'm tired of my life. I'm feeling depressed. And if, for example, the psychologist is... Or doctor, doctor. Or doctor is mm-hmm. evil, because not all doctors and not all psychologists are from God. Uh, there's many that are evil and have evil uh, intents and evil desires. So if they, they could coax children into taking their life, mm-hmm. okay? They'll assist them. It's They'll called medical and, assistance and, 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 and leg- dying. And legally they are able to do that. And then how, how would they die? With, with what? With, with a, it's an injection, right? It's called medical assistance in dying, made. The laws of made in Canada. One of the worst in the world. And Quebec is even is, is pushing it even harder than, than most other provinces. And... Uh, it used to be that there would be a 10-day waiting period. If somebody felt they wanted to take their life, they were suffering, they felt down, they were dying from a terminal illness, there would be a 10-day waiting period so they could reassess it. The 10-day waiting period is taken Yeah, away. okay. So, yeah, okay. So, okay. So but it's that's pretty, it's also pretty. under the same cloud. It's the same, it's the same weapon tool of the enemy. Yeah, yeah. Now, you know what? I know if some of the listeners are listening go, wow, this is bad, people are kidding teenagers now with the, the vaccine or with the, the injection they are 
um, pushing everything under the banner of, of climate change. Oh, what are we going to do? And I always think about the early church. Mm-hmm. The early church was in the time of Rome. There were some, some places before you can go and buy food from the market, you had to go and take some of the, the incense and put it on the, uh, offer it onto the idol um, platform in order, to, in order to have access. Now, I know this wasn't throughout the whole Roman Empire, but there were some places like that. Throughout the what? Some pla- throughout the Roman Empire. And it wasn't throughout the Roman Empire, it was only in certain places. Also, there was children that was called infanticide, where they used to take the children as a form of a blessing. They took their child, a uh, young child, maybe one or two, and left them tied to a tree. As an offering. As an offering. They would die, and then they would get blessings and favor and so forth. From and their so, gods. And from their gods. So forth and so on. It was infanticide, right? And, and as a Christian, being a Christian, it was a death sentence. Mm-hmm. So it, it wasn't like now you can go to a church, right? It was a death sentence to be a Christian. And I believe it's the same. Looking at then and go, wow, it's not as bad as it then, today. But I would argue, well, <laughs> China, it doesn't sound like it's even any different, right? Uh, the true church is the underground church. It's not linked to the government. There, my next thought is, oh, could it be the fact that any church that's linked to the government in the world has that, as the government does that government have some control over the church because it's linked to the government? Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's another topic for another day. But the the point that um that I'm, I'm making is that the early we mustn't be been. we mustn't be discouraged. Yeah, right? not doom and gloom. No, uh, the fact is the Lord says that. Be, in this life, you will have tribulation. This is a promise. <laughs> in this life, we'll have tribulation. But then he says, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. This is in uh, John 16, verse 33. So, what do you mean, be of good cheer, and I've overcome the world? What does that mean? It means, in Christ, when I surrender to Christ, as I spend time with Him, He gives me the peace that no matter what the storms are, I mean, I'm at peace Amen. because of what he's done. And I think, that, I think the key message is that be aware of what they're doing, mm-hmm. uh, being able to discern the lies, the hypocrisy, the, but at the end of the day, know that Christ is, um, he has overcome this world. And it's a glorious time to be alive because he chose us to be alive at such a time as this. There's no coincidence that we are alive. And like last week we said, what is it the Lord has put on your heart to do? We can all do something. Mm-hmm. And, and what, what, what is it that he's called you to do to help impact this world for him? Yep. yep. Okay, well, I, I'm looking at our time. It's, um, it's close to our end, end. So let me close it in prayer. Or actually, you want to close in prayer? No, you pray. That'd be wonderful. Okay. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this wonderful day. Thank you that this is the day that you have made. Mm-hmm. And we'll be glad and rejoice in it. Lord, I thank you. Your word says, Be anxious for nothing, but in prayer and supplication, let our requests be made known unto you with thanksgiving. And then it says that your word, um, that you will guard our hearts and mind through Christ Jesus. So thank you, Lord, for your peace. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for touching your people mm-hmm. and equipping them in the mighty name of Yeshua. Amen and amen. Amen. Thank you for listening. And if you like the podcast, share with your friends and we'll speak to you next week. God bless.
Bye.